0: Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cat Boxing. I am your host, Anthony Vera, and this is episode one. Um, these podcasts were meant to be an extension of my comic blog, and they, they will be once I start drawing again. Um, they're not meant to be long. Some of them get out to 30 minutes, so they vary anywhere between... 10 minutes to 30 minutes uh depending on how i'm feeling um this one i'm re-recording um episode one because uh i was always unhappy with it um it was it was never meant to be an official podcast if you will not that any of these were official podcasts but it was definitely a test podcast i literally downloaded the anchor app (coughs) all these are recorded using anchor um my, um, I'll, I'll, I'll put the advertisement in the beginning so when you hear that you're like oh okay that's what he's using um, Anchor is a great app uh, it's an amazing tool extremely easy to use however unfortunately there is no editing tool so all these are sort of on the go or no not sort of they are on the go quite often do I restart recording these upwards to 10 to 15 times even so um, yeah as a matter of fact I made a mistake and actually, was recording this, and realized that I wasn't recording at all. So anyhow, I was unhappy with the first one, so I'm redoing it. Um, but yes, yeah, so basically, I touch upon several topics here and there. Some of them will be funny. Some of them will be a little bit more on the serious side. Uh, some of them just come off as a personal blog. But I try to, uh, I try to engage in what's happening in the world are just my feelings on this and that. My second one, um, the episode I did on Christmas, I thought was pretty well done and sort of like my view on something, that being Christmas. But this podcast in particular, episode one, um, was definitely meant to be lighthearted and silly, but a topic that actually I do really find uh, endearing, and that is who is the better character? Monica or Rachel? Uh, I'm a fan of the show Friends. I've probably watched it, rewatched it a few times. Uh, so recently I've just been rewatching it. And when I did the podcast, I got to thinking, like, who do I like better, Monica or Rachel? Watching the entire run, uh, 10 seasons, it took me a couple months, guys. I, I watched the things in between and did stuff too. I realized that not only is Rachel the better character, I think Monica is the worst character on the show um and I, I mean like of the six she is my sixth favorite or at the very least my least favorite uh, Monica has her moments on the show but um yeah like the, the first podcast was comparing 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 Rachel to Monica and like who had better trades who did this better like uh and quite frankly, I think the only thing that I could say pro-Monica was that she might have dated slightly better. But she did a- date an underage kid. Um, she dated a uh, Magnum P.I. which and, and the funny thing, all the storylines that were meant to be the sexy storylines in that show just came off really kind of creepy. Um, yeah, when Rachel uh, dated uh, Bruce Willis, who Ross was dating... Like, his on-the-show daughter. so I mean, I don't know. Like, it kind of fell flat for me there. So, so I'll I'll give, like, Monica a slight push on that. But I I come to find that I dislike Monica immensely. I think it's that whole control freak thing. And it could be being raised with all sisters. That might have played a part of it. But um, a good example of, like, her neurotic behavior is when Phoebe was having a wedding and Monica wanted to supervise, uh, like be the wedding planner for it and then she was just being a total bitch the entire time phoebe finally just screamed at her and i think if you could do if they could use the word cunt, she would have called her a cunt i mean like it was really sort of just a bad like it, it was just not a very good uh just not a very good representation of a person and, and then too like that neurotic behavior um, Early on, before her and Chandler were a thing, that that whole storyline was just obnoxious. But, um... I feel, too, that that storyline was pretty awful. But, whatever. But uh, early on, before they were a couple, and they were just kind of friends still, uh, how she was trying to get Chandler to exercise and be motivated. And at the end, Chandler, um... Like, she had just lost her job, so she was looking for something to get her motivated, get her going. And <laughs> that episode ended really well, actually. It was, like, one of the better Chandler moments of the show. Probably my fifth, uh, my fifth favorite character of that show. But how he, he warned her, like, you don't want to, uh, you know, like, stop it, leave me alone. And she's like, come on, fatso, let's go. And he warned her, like, I really don't think it's a good idea. And then he basically just broke her down, like, well, I see what you're trying to motivate me. You know, you being out of work, not having any direction. And he was able to turn it around. But he did it in a way that was really sort of, ma- like, masterful. Like, it, it was actually a really well character... It was a really great character um, disp- uh, exposition. I, th- I think I'm using that properly. <coughs> and Chandler was more that, sort of, like... I think he was meant to be the more swarmy character on the show but I think they didn't want to make anyone, like, all that unlikable and so they just made him sarcastic and sad. I think even it came off more of like, like Reggie does in the Archie comics. I haven't watched the show Riverdale, or I tried to, but, uh, just couldn't get through it. Um, not that I don't want to watch it, I just need to be more focused when I'm watching it, but, but if you're familiar with Archie comics, Reggie's a bit of an asshole, you know, who's still Archie's good friend and will help Archie out. You know, mostly. But anyways, yeah. So I think they meant Chandler to be the Reggie character. But they gave him this basically sarcastic role. And and there's a couple episodes. Like, the first like couple seasons of Chandler where they bring up his sarcastic uh, behavior. Then he sort of embraces it. Especially um, as a boss to his employees. Um, where he fucks with them. I think that's kind of funny. But, um, yeah, so, like, Monica trying to is basically the bully of the group. Um, they made her very shrill. And, and by the way, I, I could separate Courtney Cox from the character of Monica. Courtney Cox is a wonderful actress. I love her, uh, she's amazing. I mean, maybe to the credit of the show, it's like you kind of think like, God damn, I'd hate to hang out with Courtney Cox. So I'm not one of those assholes that like attacks, like, like that poor girl in The Last Jedi who fucking sank that movie, she did. She ruined Star Wars for me. But, you know, she's an actress making a paycheck. Um, you know, and then that, that doesn't deserve to be shit on. So I guess I'm... You say I'm shitting on Courtney Cox, but not really. I mean, if anything else, as a credit as an actress to play, like, that character in such a shrill and sort of just obnoxious role. So, yeah. Um, the award goes to... Rachel being a likable character. If I were to break down the Friends characters, actually, from least to worst, Monica is my least favorite. Um, just basically her over-demanding self-righteous and and just abrasive personality. Uh, I'd say Chandler, maybe. Um, I, I think Chandler would be probably my, uh, Fifth favorite. Another thing I actually wanted to say about the show, too, is... Joey probably would have been higher up there. But in today's political climate, like, watching that show... It it probably, honestly, holds up better than some of the other shows out there. Like, if you rewatch like, the edgy comedies, like the Ben Stiller show... Um... Maybe, uh... Like, Herman's, Herman's Head was good. But, like, shows that were, like, meant to be edgy... You watch them now, they come off a little, just... Blah. Not very funny. Because the comedy at the time was like, oh my god, this is the edgy comedy. And then you watch it and it's like, uh, eh, not so edgy and sort of boring. And, I mean, all those people on that show are great comedians, comics, uh, filmmakers. Um, you know, you have Ben Stiller. You have Bob Odenkirk. Uh, Janine Garofalo. And if Andy Dick wasn't such a major fuck-up, I mean, he could have had something going on. So, like, everybody in that show benefited in one form or another. But, um, but the Friends comedy holds up pretty well. I mean, when it came out, at the time I, I, I didn't watch it at first because I thought it would just be some cheesy, like, like lame comedy of just beautiful people hanging out together, doing pretty things with some uh, saucy moments. But uh, watching, it, watching it, the show was really sort of just kind of ahead of its time in some ways. And, uh, and too, you gotta think, it started in 1994. Back before computers, before cell phones, um, I mean, people relied on fax machines and answering machines. And um, there's a few episodes, like in the first couple seasons, where uh, Ross checks his Ross and uh, Chandler. Ooh, the crows are uh, giving me some commentary. Um, but if you watch, if you watch it, like there's a couple times where they're waiting for to date the date to call and they're waiting by the answering machines. And then the last few seasons, uh, they all have cell phones and um, are no longer tethered to their devices. Or I, I take that back. You know what I mean. They're, they're not having to stay home waiting for calls. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the evolution of that show was pretty significant in technologies and that kind of thing. I feel like I'm going to be attacked by criminals. Um, uh, but going down the list, uh, well, I, I guess that's my point too. So there's some like fastness to that show, too. Like, all the characters had their moments, but, like, Joey was probably, like... Honestly, the character of Joey on a sitcom like that would have to be written differently. Like, you couldn't do like, Joey as he was now. Joey was a very likable, you know, yet kind of horny young man, and... You know, but had a heart of gold. You know, he was a stereotypical character at the time when he was written, but, um... But, yeah, uh... Matt LeBlanc played him really well and um, yeah I mean all the everyone there Lisa Kudrow um, maybe Phoebe might be my favorite character in a sense like they kind of just basically she was sort of the antithesis of all the friends like of all their uh, traits I mean she was a little like more like Joey centric in the way of sort of like her promiscuity entity but you know what I'm saying she liked dudes but um, maybe Phoebe and then I want to say like Rachel might be my second favorite (coughs) character Um, you know I think she was meant to be like the spoiled girl who you know had everything handled to her and then got humbled on early on and I think they writ her well in that respect Um, yeah so I mean I think I liked her I liked her significantly better than Monica and then probably it'd have to be between Joey and Ross for third and fourth. Um, people used to tell me in, uh, when that show was on the air that I reminded them of Ross. And watching the show, it's like, yeah, I could see that, I guess. But Ross was kind of a mopey sort of like sad sack in a way. Um, so, I don't know. It's going to be a close neck and neck race, but I probably like Joey slightly better than Ross. And I'm sure I had friends similar to Joey, so there you go. Um, um, I like the character of Ross. I think uh, early on they made him a little too mopey. Um, yeah, but I think, uh, like, I think Dave Schwimmer was like, one of the people that really sort of was a pain in the ass when dealing with uh, producers and finances. because I think, obviously, early on the big breakout star of that show was Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Courtney Cox had the the bigger career starting out. (coughs) But the big breakout was Jennifer Aniston early on. And then eventually Lisa Kudrow um, got some pretty significant buzz too. Uh, The one person that seems to falter a lot career-wise is probably Matthew Perry. He always has these shows that are pretty okay. But then it's just like, oh, it's Matthew Perry playing Chandler, playing Matthew Perry. And uh, kind of doesn't really do all that great. Um, David uh, Schwimmer, is that his last name? I should know other their names. I mean, I actually fast forward the intros. That's the nice thing about Netflix you can just skip that damn intro, that obnoxious, horrible intro. But uh, David Schwimmer um, had some really great roles in movies. Um, he was an apt pupil. Uh, I think Brian Singer directed it, but it was based on um, a Stephen King novel about the kid who befriends the Nazi then becomes sort of obsessed with Nazis. And uh, David Schwimmer is attacked by him, verbally. And I know in the book, I think he kills the teacher. Um, I don't remember if he does it in the movie all of a sudden. It's been a while so that, since I've seen it. But uh, you know, he has good turns, kind of smaller movies. So, uh, yeah, I guess this episode is going to be more friend-centric and not necessarily who's better, Rachel or Monica. though the choice to me is obvious that would be rachel all right anyways um again well thank you for listening to this podcast it is a re-recording um but i think it's a good introduction a better introduction than the original one and i am recording this in the rain so How about that? how's that for audience for you okay guys um thank you for listening to the podcast uh i encourage you to keep listening. And um, I have an Instagram account. It's conversation underscore with underscore cat underscore boxy. Uh, check me out. I can be found there. Basically, I just report when I just basically send out um, IG photos when I uh, am putting on a show. So, okay, everybody, um, everyone have a great day, and I hope to uh, hope to entertain you some more. Okay, take care, everybody.